I'll continue teaching on. I'm going to piggyback off what I left off with last week. Fellowship in relationship. Understanding the difference between fellowship and relationship. There is a difference between the two. You can have a fellowship with the Word. I'm going to call it the Word today, and the Word is God. You can have a fellowship with the Word and not a relationship with the Word. You're not going to have a fellowship with the Word. You can have a fellowship with the promise, but not a relationship with how to take off the old man. Okay, Dr. Ben, I'm seeing it. <laughs> you can have a fellowship with the promise and not a fellowship with Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. When he said, put on the new man, you know, you can have a fellowship with the promise. My God says, upon all of my knees according to my riches and glory. You have a divine fellowship with that. But then you have no relationship with, put on the new man. Which is after God and true holiness. Do we have a relationship with holiness? Even a fellowship with holiness. Like we have with my God. Shall supply all of my needs. Every person upon the earth. Have a fellowship with that scripture. My God shall supply all of my needs. According to my riches and glory. But no fellowship with. And a relationship with holiness. Do we have a greater fellowship with the promise than we have with living holy? As I said last week, I have never, since this church been in existence, had anyone stood up and said, I'm believing God to deliver me from my evil ways. I'm coming to church Shouting and praising the Lord, my God, what's going on with that prayer? I want to testify, Dr. Betty. God does never be for being so evil. No. All the testimony that Dr. Betty get, I want to testify God has blessed me with a house. Nothing wrong with a house. But why it always have to be things and nothing spiritual to change your life? House cannot help you. You can just live in that house. But then one day, you're going to leave that house and face a holy God. Money is good. But money cannot save you. Money is only for the physical man. And, you know, sad to say, we focus, focus more on the physical man than we do the spiritual man. Yes, your physical life is changing. You went from one bedroom to five bedroom. But have your spirit went from evil to holiness. <laughs> we all have physical changes that we brag about. But what about your evil spirit, your backbiting, your judging, your criticizing? We have grown in the physical. But what about your spiritual life? How much infancy and how much, much, much time have you spent in relationship with holiness? Say, put out the old man and put on the new man. 
and chew up the best. Now, you say, we don't even have a fellowship with holiness, no less than a relationship. We live loose life. No commitment to God. But we committed to every promise that it benefit the flesh. If you look at your life, all of your coming to church has been for me. Look at yourself. Coming 10 and 15 years and still lying and backbiting. But you progress in the physical world. But look at your spiritual life. Still struggling with things that you had when you first got saved. But you moved from a big or smaller house into a larger house since you've been saved. You used to drive old broke down car. Now you drive a new car since you got saved. But your spirit still was saved. There's no change. So we got to the place now we serve God for what he can give us. What we can get from him. Like I said, we after his hand, but well, we are not his face. The Bible said, be ye holy, for I am a holy God. The Bible said, God called us with a holy calling. He didn't call us with money. Yes, we need money. He didn't call you with a house. Yes, we need a house. He said, I call you with a holy calling. Lord. To live holy. Yes, he will supply all of your needs. But shouldn't we? Ah, come on. Shouldn't we want more than that from God? just for earthly use. Your spiritual life is now in judgment. I'm not judging what you have. I'm judging how you live. Amen. You don't stand before God with your faith. You stand before God open and naked with your spirit that we are still evil and mean and judging and criticizing and complaining for years after year after year. But you have grown in the physical world. But look at your spirit. No, do you have a relationship with the word that can change you? Only with the promise that can bless you. Ephesians 4.24, let's read that all the way down to verse 25 and 26. 24. And that ye put on the new man. Mm -hmm. which is after God mm -hmm. is created in righteousness and true holiness. Have you ever David, heard anybody come in and testify that they are believing God for Ephesians 4 24 to be manifested in their life? Are they believing God for things? Come on brother. Have anyone ever walked up to you so, oh, my God, 
agree with me that I would take off the old man. Um, you all. And put on the new man. Will you agree with me, brother? That's called a prayer of agreement with me. Because I'm tired of living a loose life. I'm tired of sinning against God. I want to change, but I know I've tried on my own, but only God can change me. But you know, I need a little help from the sisters and the brothers. I need you to give me that extra power that I need. The Bible says, for the effectual and a fervent prayer for righteous men or righteous women, but much power available. So I need to find a brother or sister to make some power available to energize me so I can walk free. Have you got that call? I need to see a deacon. I need to call an elder. I want you to pray with me. Because I'm believing God for this scripture to manifest it. He promised me that he would change me. And he is who he, who, he who is promised is faithful. But the only time we do that and use that scripture when you're believing God for things. There's nothing wrong with it. But it has overweighed us. In such a way that we are not living a holy life for God. <laughs> your conversation is not about holiness. Why should listen to yourself? Your conversation always been about me, what I can have, what God promised me. Not about, you know, I need to change the way I live. Because the Bible says that. Uh, now, beloved, uh, we the sons of God, and it doesn't, does not yet appear what we should be like. But we know when he show up, we should be like him. And he said every woman and every boy and every girl have this hope in them. Purify themselves because we know when we want to be like God, God is holy. Yes, he is. So he said if you have that hope of seeing God, you will purify yourself. You will take off the old man and put on the new man, which is after God and true holiness, because you have a hope. But if you don't have no hope of ever seeing a holy God, you will continue living a loose life. But if you have a hope, if you have a hope, you will seek, you will pray, you will do whatever it takes to change the way that you live, the way that you think. You're just not gonna roll in heaven any kind of way. That's because you said, I believe Jesus Christ. The Bible said, he that doeth righteous is righteous. Just because you said, I accept him as my Savior. But what is he doing in your life? Continue reading, brother. 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Yeah. For we are members one of another. Let's yeah, read verse 31. Let's get down to 31 and 32. Okay. Verse 31. Let all bitterness. Oh, Lord. It's just said in church, week after week, holy bitterness in your heart. But yet you confess that my God supplies all of my needs. What need? You need to be changed. Not my talk about the spiritual needs, Dr. Betty. I'm talking about it to find all my bills. You know, Dr. Betty, I don't have no need to change, you know. But I'm all right because I know I accepted Jesus Christ and I'm just going to go to heaven because of that. No, the Bible said many in that day would stand before him and say, Lord, 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 have 
I prophesied in that name. Lord, 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 have I cast out demons in that name. And the Bible declared that God will look at you. He said, I'm sorry, but I never knew you. The only place you was coming for physical things. I never knew you by the Spirit. Jesus. Only knew you by physical things. Yes, I bless you because my word is true and my word will not return it to me void. But I wanted more than that from you and I'm more than that. Submitted. Is that in your Bible? Many that in that day. He's not talking about people that know him. These are Christians that knew him. Knew about him, but not knowing him. That he was a holy God. We, I, you know, <laughs> um, continue reading. Let all bitterness and wrath mm. and anger mm. and clamor mm. and evil speaking mm. be put away from you with all malice, mm. 32, and be ye kind one to another. Oh, take that out of the Bible, be kind. Get the meat is Christian. You wouldn't believe it. Have no compassion for someone else, only for yourself. You're so quick to judge and fault find. Have no relationship with Matthew 71. And the Bible says, Judge ye not. Now, how many shall that you be not judged? You said skip over that and continue judging people and complaining and fault finding. When the Bible said that we are not to complain, judge or criticize, we continue doing it like, okay, but what? My bills are paid. I got money in the bank, so that's all matters to me down here on the physical world. But there's going to come a day when you stand before God and give an account for how you live on earth, not for how you've been blessed. But how you live. How many people have you won to Christ lately? How many people have you told about Jesus lately? Are you just continuing to complain about the government? And who's in charge up there like you can do something about it? Only God can change the situation. Yeah, are you praying for them to change? Are you gossiping, criticizing, uh, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost-filled Christian? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Supernatural power dwelling in you. What is dwelling in you for to teach you how to gossip more, empower you to gossip and criticize more? If you see, if we really knew and we really believe that we have supernatural power, you would never talk about a person another day in your life. You would never criticize the government because you would use your power in the name of Jesus to change things. But you have the power for. I had to prophesy for thee, God, and stand strong on it. No, the power is to change things that you complain about, to make much power available. That is complaining, complaining about everything. Complain about people, complain about the job, complain about the weather, complain about the traffic, or complain. And the Bible said, God hate a complainer. Because you telling God, I'm not satisfied with the way you direct my life. I'm not happy with my life. Well, complaining is not going to help me just get you in trouble with God. Well, I read in the Old Testament where God action on them for complaining so much. Why? 
Well, he didn't say God is good and God is this and we have all that, but then where's the space for complaining if he all of that? Do you finish? 32. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted. <laughs> tender? <laughs> Forgiving. But are you, do you realize what that person done to me and said about me? And the Lord will tell me to be forgiven. Tender hearted. So tender hearted person will forgive. That's why he said be tender hearted and forgiven. But if you're hard hearted, you're not going to forget. You're holy. You'll keep it in your bank for so we'll pull it up later. God knows it will come up. You know that, don't you? Oh, okay. uh, you know, all of what we read tonight is dealing with what? The spirit. It's dealing strictly with your spirit. Uh, let's read the, uh, oh, does that put us first year on there? Uh, I'm still in oh, no, finish 32. Yeah. Forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake have forgiven you. You know, we always want God to forgive us, but we would not forgive someone that wronged us. God, you see my heart. God, yeah, I see all that junk in it. You know, you know my heart, all that kind of crazy stuff. God, that don't excite me. No. That's the bad thing. I do know your heart. And I do see your evil ways. And let's look at verse oh, Ephesians 5 and 1 before we move on. Yeah. One, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Read verse two. Verse two, and walk in love. Oh, hold it. <laughs> Come on. Mm -hmm. Now I can say about love. <laughs> Come on now. I can talk about love. I can play about love. Yeah. I can go to horn about love. I can play the drums about love and play the guitar about love. But walking in it, oh, oh, boy, that means that I had to get in love, had to get in me, and I'm walking in love, and you back, back, you lying, you doing all these things, and God commanded us to walk in love. See your Bible. Love never what? Hey. <laughs> you know we won't believe that, don't we? <laughs> we sad because of the Bible. Yeah. But do you know it with your lifestyle? Now let's be real. Are we all been now? I'm real Bible. I know love never failed. But that's that love in the Bible never failed. They talk about love in Dr. Batten. Because sometimes love in Dr. Batten failed. Come on, keep it real. You know everybody don't walk in love all the time. I love everybody. You don't even know everybody. <laughs> God, if I'm going to ask you to love the one that you know, you get in love to keep in your own house over yet. You love everybody. Get in love your own church, sister, brother in the church. But you love everybody. You cube all the people that you don't even know. <laughs> See, love is tested among each other. We walk in love. As Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering 
and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. You know how we always pull, God love me, God love me just as I am. He love me. Why can't you love someone else that's that same way? But we always talk about, I know he love me. Yeah, but God said do some loving for someone else the way that I love you. But I, I just can't tell. I, I, but you, but you always thank God. God always loves me. Okay, what I do, I can find low. I can go low. It's true. It never goes so low that love can scoop me up. Uh, and I can't open what happened. But if a person go down low, can your love scoop them up? Nah, You got some worldly people, Christian, that talk just like the world. 
You will never know that they'll say until you see that big cross hanging around your neck. <laughs> but from the conversation, they sound just like a sinner. And Johnny with their conversation don't even bother them. This flow right in. So how can you change your life? You acting just like them. But you see, God is watching you. He not only watching you, he living in you. He knows everything that you say. He knows where you go. He knows what you do. He knows what you plan. Because he said in the Bible, by food. Do you not know he who plant the eye can see? Yes. He plant the ears, I can hear. Not only that, in the New Testament, he said, now your body is the temple of the living God, the spirit of God dwelling in us. So he know everything. There's no point you to know all. He said, you a big liar. I know you, but you can change. You evil, I know you. You complain all the time, I know you. You always judging and always criticizing, I know you. So I understand in the day when we stand before God, what can you say? He's dwelling in us. He knows everything. We can't say that. Oh, you know, uh, I can't say that. word of God said, depart from me. I know you. Remember, I will with you every day. Yeah. Every second, every minute, every place you will. I didn't stay home. You got in the car, I was in the car with you. You doing all that wolf talking, I was there with you. You watch all that ungodly stuff on TV, I had to sit there and watch it with you. You say it was all right. It's me, I do what I want to. Until you have a need. Then it's all about Jesus. Turn that truck off my TV. <laughs> Trying to seek the Lord tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got to get in the house. You want a promise from God to fulfill this promise. It's so holy in the house. You know. Your buddy friend called you on the phone with your number and gossip. You said, Right now I'm busy. <laughs> I'm praying. I call you back. I'm getting ready to seek the Lord. You get so holy. When you used to talk about people, all is good when you talk about people. You believe in God, so some of you don't say a moment in <laughs> Are you going to church tonight? Of course. <laughs> I'm going to church. See, you want you're trying to trick God in fulfilling that need, not for your spiritual life, for your physical life. Yeah. You always worry God about fulfilling. Uh -huh. Oh, Lord, five minutes. I'll be teaching next week. <laughs>
where you stand. <laughs> Let me say, my job and everybody else's job that stands up here is to prepare us for heaven. Right. Honest to goodness, we are living in the ladder in the last. Yes, we are. Days. Yes, we are. All prophecy are being fulfilled. Yes. God can come at any time. Any time. And my job, as He told me, my job is to teach the word, show the people, but I cannot change you. But you need to know the truth. Amen. Praise God. You see, I'm not up. You know, I, like I said, Christ said, this is where we are. This is what we teach. I'm concerned about your soul. You. I'm not concerned about nothing else. Jesus. I'm not trying to make you like me. Mm -hmm. I am not trying to do anything. God, because so many people set up in church. They're going to wind up in hell. You're being in church. God coming back for some holy people, please believe me. He coming back for people that have what? Set themselves apart. Sanctify yourself through the word. Yes, Lord. My time is up, but we're going to deal with one next week. Ask the Holy Spirit. He's teaching through me. Ask the Holy Spirit, show me myself. I tell you that. Yes, yes. And when he's showing you, don't put it on your wife. Come on. Don't put it on your husband. Don't say, God just told me something about you. <laughs> no. Ask him. I dare you to ask him. Ask him. He's dwelling in you. He knows your downside and your uprising. He knows your weakness. He knows what you're guilty of. I dare you to ask him. And when he tell you, don't think, ah, no, that's not me. It's you. <laughs> I used to ask him, thinking I'm all oh, everything good. And you know, he's like, he's so holy and free, ain't nothing he gonna find. So I would to ask him to examine me. Uh-uh. We all, we all have things that we need to get rid of. We all like the farmer. We all need rain. We all need to change. And only God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, when you make up your mind that you want to change, can change you. I cannot change you. I can teach you. I can tell you. But if I can change you, believe me, I will change myself completely first. But only the Holy Ghost that dwell in each one of us. When you want to change your life, he will change you according to the word. Yeah. Amen. 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 Stand up on your feet in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.